There we go. You're you're on the podcast. <laughs> Could you explain who you are and how we got in touch? All right. Me being a huge fan, I sent Mark an email a few days ago, nearly a week ago, I think. I'm saying that I was a huge fan, um, asking him a few tips um, and some questions I had. And he, of course, replied uh, almost instantly. And um, he uh, gave me the offer to talk on Skype. So I took him on that offer. Um, now we're here uh, filming a podcast. Um, but yeah, glad to be here. Um, but more of an introduction. I'm Fred. Um, I'm only 15, nearly 16. Um, live currently living in Belgium. Um, my first year of high school, nearly my second year. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. So how did you find design then? I think like first it started more as like because uh, I pirated Photoshop back in the day and um, like I kind of started day, to do some. Okay, yeah, not not that long, not that long, right? <laughs> so like um like started designing like some like cheap FIFA thumbnails for YouTubers, kind of all that all that jazz, um, and obviously it developed into a more serious passion, um, which I'm really passionate about now. Yeah. Cool. I mean, the FIFA stuff, yeah, start off, it's a good place to start off, like, gaming community. I did the same. Um, start off with, like, Call of Duty clans and stuff and, like, designing overlays and bits and bobs. Um, yep. but yeah. So, <laughs> so what sort of stuff are you, are you struggling with now? What sort of stuff are you trying to do? So right now I'm purely trying to build my portfolio, get out there, engage um, with other creatives um, and collaborate, really learn from them and apply those learning um curves that some people have had or uh, bad outcomes positive outcomes and adapting that to my work and then hopefully improve myself cool uh so you so you're you're looking at moving on to design uh college you're looking at moving on to doing a course at uh, university yeah bachelor's in uh graphic design cool cool so have you spoken to any of the like lecturers there or or, if, or are you just not yet. Not cool yet. I have my graphic design teacher at my te- uh, at my school. Yeah. I've asked a few tips about, but for the rest, nothing. So, uh, so, so when do you leave school then? How, how old? Is it like next year or? Uh, I have one, uh, two more years to go. Okay, cool. You have plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. So, are you are you trying to do freelance uh, whilst you're at school, or are you, are you just trying to are you just trying to start? Yeah, freelance. Brilliant. But for uh, that, I need a portfolio, which I'm trying to build. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have you set yourself any projects to do, or have you got any like stuff you've been working on? Um, yeah, so right now I'm working on a project uh, for my ADHD. So um, I have ADHD, so I'm kind of using that as a way to uh, portray my work. So it's a seven-piece series of my um, how I feel when I have ADHD in a test situation or in general life, and trying to bring that out in an artistic way. So yeah, that's my nice. project right now. You're working on anything else to build up? Because obviously one project's great and that sounds like a good project. Are you working on anything else to, to sort of build up your portfolio? I have, like like I said earlier, when we weren't recording yet, like um, logo designs that I'm working on, but nothing really major. No, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, like maybe like think about obviously doing a few more projects as well. Uh, if you can like, fit it in around, around time, you, you know this. like Yeah, because I think... I've heard from advice and other people they've said around six projects is, is a good amount to have to to have a good strong portfolio so okay. six strong six strong projects um I said it in the email it, it's uh yeah it's a good it's a good solid amount mm-hmm. so yeah what what sort of graphic design do you want to do then is it like logo you said logos and gra- and branding mainly 
Cool. Yeah, logo design and brand. Cool. Yeah. So if you get center around that, like makeup, or maybe even just redesign like your local shop, like you said earlier on. Um, but actually, like just take it into your, your full creativity, and then maybe if it's that good, you can even pitch it to them later on. That's what I've, I've yeah. done that. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, is there anything around you that you're, you're interested in any shops or anything you would rebrand? I feel like packaging is too much. Like it's not really what I want to do specifically, but the packaging of Apple, like um, I, th I think that's a very interesting conversation because like, um, like they say, always you're paying for that unboxing as well. Right. So you're paying for that clean, um, taking that layer off the iPhone, you know, all that. And I yeah. think, they could have like an anniversary phone where that packaging would be totally different and totally something that they haven't done before that that would be a cool approach something new something fresh um something different from the normal apple packaging not saying i don't like the apple packaging but i think they could always just do something else is there any, like, any shops around you that you, you could rebrand oh, like to help audio there's probably a few yeah but i haven't really engaged with them yet because i don't feel like once again, I'm not old enough, so it's a, it's a bit in between the awkward stage where, like, they probably wouldn't hire me because of my age and my lack of experience, obviously. Yes, yeah, so it's like a catch-22, isn't it? So, so with that, well, not feeling old enough, I mean, you, you don't have to tell them if you're going to rebrand them. You just, just do it for yourself. And if you feel confident in that work, maybe you ask if you have to say, look, what do you think yeah. of this? If they say it's good, yeah. then you show them. And then you and then you yeah. say, yeah, I did this for you. Uh, just as a side project, would you be interested in using it? And then they could pay you for it, maybe. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, <laughs> a really good idea. Yeah. At least it's, it's, it's a portfolio booster, isn't it? At least it helps you. Your, yeah. uh, your product will work. Um, Definitely. You, you said before as well, you, you were a bit worried about posting on Instagram. You, you're scared yep. of uh, getting the first post out there. Why is that? I don't know. It's just like, I know my engagement's going to be low and I know my likes are not going to be enough and just feel like what's the point of posting if not if not a lot of people are going to see it and potentially the work's bad and then when i give someone my like twitter handle or my instagram handle um and they pop it up and they're like ooh, oh, oh god so everyone like yeah but everyone starts off at the same place don't they like I, I was well i guess i was i was 15 and i was on twitter mainly at that point and, and just posting and mm -hmm. doing work for doing doing work for like like sports equipment companies and cricket bat companies and it was really bad work um i've still got some upstairs on actual and they used it on the actual bats like there'll always be someone um that takes takes you on and, and will work with you but when mm -hmm. you look back the work you, you look back now and you think ah oh, it's rubbish like when you're tw like five years time like 21 or, or like four years time 20 you'll be thinking oh that work was rubbish but at the time it was good i, I really enjoyed yeah. doing that the thing is with social media it's it's hard to get over that first step like it, yeah. You, 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 I see it. My sister, my sister's like two years younger than me, so a little bit older than you, um, and she's she's always worrying about um, likes and followers. There's something about sort of that that age group where you, I don't know, I don't, you've got to get over it. You've just got to post that, yeah. that. You can always delete it. You know. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you can you can always go back, but um, just just see how it goes. I mean, maybe you got 700 followers on Instagram. I mean, I don't not that you should worry about followers and that, but it's not a small amount. And you don't have any yeah, posts somewhere. How did you How did you get those without about posting them? Th those are all my friends and other people from school that know me. <laughs> That's great. I mean, your friends from school and that they don't like your stuff. Maybe possibly, but then they'll also unfollow. But they realize that I'm posting design work, which they're probably not <laughs> interested in that much. So, are you one of the only people at school that's planning to do um, sort of their own business outside of school? 
yeah 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 i get that that makes sense that's like it's a general thing like half that happens yeah you got you got to get posting you got to you got to get on social media otherwise yeah. people don't there yeah exactly exactly so i like start off mainly maybe start off with like, your sketches and, and like your process of how because this is something that does work really well is, is the sketches and showing behind the scenes of how you're doing the projects yeah so mm-hmm. so if you're if you're designing a logo for a local bakery say um yeah. one do all the sketches and then you know, post it on social media and the next day and you obviously use the relevant tags and um, hashtags and and yeah. location posts and there's, there's so much stuff i mean i can go into that later on if you want with you but yeah and, and then the next day you know, post post a little um, digital version of, of it uh, and then the, the day after that you've got a um, a mock-up of it of, of it on a mm-hmm. sign you've got the three stages of it being used you know Connor Fowler yeah I do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he he does that well, he used to do, I'm not sure if he's moving away from it but he did that really well uh, where yeah. he did the staging and that's worked really well for him and that's how he's put up a following um, maybe, maybe it's, it's also really good to show um, show the process and the clients will understand how you got to a certain situation uh, and designers love seeing that as well they love seeing the behind the scenes uh, so that yeah. that is a good, good way to get engagement and post work is showing the process which i should do more but uh, that's all good advice <laughs> uh what about websites are you thinking about getting your own website and stuff like that yeah um i'm not the best at website like i have a wix account i even have a premium account i, I still need to use it and make my own um or potentially obviously hire someone but I don't really have the money for that yet, but that Absolutely. will come at some point. But yeah, website design is just too complicated for me. But um, yeah. definitely for my portfolio, I need to get something up there as soon as possible. Well, yeah, I mean, it's social media is probably more important. I don't know, because there's that age-old argument where you go, is social media these days more important than websites? And I think yeah. probably, yeah, because people, people are already on the app. Like, people aren't already on your website. So yeah. I... I I get people. I get you work on your on these social medias first, even if it's like Dribble or Behance as well. You've got those uh, for design communities yeah. and you're engaging and learning off other designers. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's so much to do when you're starting up. Um, but yeah, get the way I started was Twitter, um, but Instagram probably. I would do it now. It's just get on yeah. that, search local companies and and see if you can do any work for them. Yeah, location tags is going to be important. I think messaging and commenting on um, local people's posts. It's a good way mm-hmm. to go client. Make yourself known in that area. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a few questions on here. Do you mind if I am? No, absolutely. Right. Go for it. Okay, so yeah, one one um thing relating to what we just talked about is uh about creatives and companies and your following. So I was wondering, is it better to have other creatives follow me, such as yourself or Connor or Chris, or have actual potential clients be my main following? Yeah, that's that's probably the clients isn't it like probably to get work it depends what you want you to, what you want to do because i mean the podcast that's obviously what i want designers to follow that because that's who i'm yeah. targeting it at but then if you've got if you've got like my blue day design account i really want football people to be following that i don't want designers really um which is is what is bad because i started off getting designers to follow it and now i'm trying to sway it the other way so if you can start afresh yeah. and just clients to follow it um, by like we talked about like interacting with local people and messaging them yeah. um, that's probably what you need because the problem is like I for example I just bought one of the books by Paul Ebu uh, Letters at Symbols 
I kind of yeah. want to offer that as a resource to other graphic designers and be posting about it on my story. But then I feel like clients don't want to see that. Like they just want to see my work or recent projects that I've been working on instead of resource for graphic designers specifically. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm a designer, I'm interested in I'm interested in design books. So I mean, if yeah, if it's a client, then yeah, I mean, that could be justified as, as as like resources, and you could put that on there. Um, as long, as long as it's not like a holiday picture or a picture of a dog, then as long yeah, as it's design, no. I think you know. I think I think you're good. So I think you're good with a design book. But yeah, so yeah, make it make it like client focused. All right. Next question is, uh, what should my design process look like, and how long should that process take for um, a branding uh, project? Wow, big question. Approximately. Uh, yeah. So I've got to remind myself of my process now. <laughs> so. <laughs> First of all, you got to you got to ask ask questions to the clients. Um, yeah. you definitely get as much information as you can out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just 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 even going for a drink with them or a coffee and um, mm-hmm. or or, or a, I don't know if you drink coffee, but even like okay, just any any hot drink or some sort of meeting with them. Um, best like ideally at their office if they if they've got an office or a shop, go for them because then you get an understanding of how the environment is. Um, just yeah. really try to put yourself in their shoes so ask questions like when you were founded and find out the backstory about them and even the person um, who's running the shop say you're meeting with Susie who's a, a woman who runs a bakery keep going back to the bakery um, but yeah, say you're meeting with Susie the baker uh, find out what Susie likes outside of baking as well see if you can get yep. additional information um, yeah. about yeah about her and then try and make it try and make the logo personal to her and her business mm-hmm about that so just yeah just tons and tons of questions really um yeah right the, the don't try not to send over in a questionnaire like try and have a call with them um or a meeting mm-hmm. with them questionnaires i, I found that they tend to put people off if you send a big long load of list of questions um to a client then it would just it, they just like, oh, yeah. can't be bothered yeah um so yeah like, have a meeting with them uh ask ask loads of questions get those notes and and from there you can start like picking things to, to start sketching Mm-hmm. Um, say say you find out she likes um, a certain type of uh, type of cupcake or, or bake uh, or um, I don't know yeah. I don't know what some sort of food say she likes a certain mm-hmm. type of, of baking, baking things <laughs> can't think now um, that yeah draw like icons around that food or like, like start around start sketching stuff around there yeah. we found out that she's not she's not the only person that owns it maybe there's two other owners as well so there's three people that own it maybe you start mm-hmm. doing sort of stuff with triangles or i don't know there's, there's like little things like that you can pick up on um and, and you can start taking ideas of ideas from um and start sketching yeah. Uh, so yeah so you got the questions then you've got sketching and then you talk to obviously talk to the client and making sure you're going down the right route just sort of uh, put up a mood board of, of like other designs and, and sort of the right direction uh, mm-hmm. that you want to take so if with a client if, you, if you're before you probably before you start sketching you want, to, you want to establish like a design route which will basically make make sure you you know stick on the track stick into the right direction throughout the project mm-hmm. it's not really open you're narrowing down it's like a funnel so you're narrowing down the uh, yeah. narrowing down the routes um which will have you know the the colors and and um sort of visual style that you're going for mm-hmm. in, uh, in like a pdf like a, you know, do you know what a mood board is a collection yeah. of images yeah, do one of those um, and say that this is what I'm, I've got planned for the project. Is mm-hmm. this on, is this on the same lines of, of the design style you got in your, in your head? 
and then you start yeah. sketching and then once that's agreed you can sort of stick to that and sketch around that design okay there's a very long-winded way of saying it okay and then you've got sketches so then you you know you're on track so you've got the mood board that you both agreed to after that you can go onto the computer um and start talking talk, and going back and forth with the, with the client and actually digitalizing the one of the sketches or a couple yeah. of the routes that the strongest once you've agreed a certain route, you, you start picking colours. So always do it in black and white, and then and then you bring in the colours that you agreed on at first. Um, mm-hmm. Certain colours, certain colours have certain meanings. Again, uh, blue seems very corporate. Um, you know, yeah. pink things and uh, they all have different colours and different meanings. There's loads of things online about the psychology of colour. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. look at that and refer back to that. So where are we? Yeah. So presenting routes to clients as well. So after you've Agreed on certain shapes and symbols that you're gonna you're gonna use in the logo. Mock, mock them up and like use a mock up and make it feel real. Um, you're presenting them in a PDF. You've got to make it feel as real as possible, and not just a flat icon on the screen. The way I tend to do it is present them in in two or three mock ups, as well as having the flat versions yeah. of the coloured, the reversed out coloured version, black and white. Um, so that's like six pages, seven pages full, and that's just one mm-hmm. route. Three routes, and that, you know you've got 21 already. Just a long list and it's a really good if you're confident enough to do this is a really good tip is to video your your, your process like videoing um you talking through the designs and why you chose certain things oh, yeah. to send that to the client rather than just send them a pdf if you're videoing yeah. that and, and talking through why you chose certain things and why you used that shape or why you used this font or yeah that that one is really personal and two it's it, it gets them on board and helps them understand why you did certain things so that so yeah that's that and and then you go you ask for feedback you ask to see how it is uh, this is a, and then maybe even you say in the email this is a route that i really like i think this uh, fits the brief yeah. as best possible what do you think of it and then yeah and then you go back and forth and finalize it before sending over the final invoice and then don't send any final final files before they pay you paid you uh, yeah of course yeah, I hope that's all right. I hope that's sort of got in the right direction. Yeah. Um, um, and one question to add to that is, um, yeah, how yeah. long do you think each process should take? So, for example, the research stage, sketching stage, and how long would that take approximately? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, it depends if if you're if you've got any other. It's a really loaded question because it depends if you've got any other projects going on or you yeah. the client might not reply straight away. Um, so there isn't really a time scale. I don't think. I mean, I just I just take it as it comes. Um, until you until you feel satisfied, until you feel like you've exhausted uh, all your sketches, I don't I don't think there's okay. like a real nailed timeline. As long as you you know you uh, this is it, this is what I, I think is good. The portfolio that I'm presenting to universities and the portfolio to that I'm presenting to potential clients should be should that be the same portfolio or should those be two different things? Yeah, I mean the ones the ones to universities would be a bit more. Uh, in depth about the, the different different projects as well. It won't just be one project. Um, yeah. So in, in the portfolio to universities, uh, you say you've got five projects. I would have mainly images, so big, nice big images. So they can see the details and um, the mock-ups and everything. But then maybe in corners have uh, the, I have little notes saying this was the idea, um, this is how I did it, and this is the outcome. So I have little notes explaining to the the person that's viewing it. Yeah. Why you do certain things because you can't maybe you, are, you, are you going to be there whilst, whilst they look at your portfolio, or you know, if you're sending it over email, then you might not be there with them. So, just like a little note saying why you did certain things and help them understand the process, but yeah, uh, so it's slightly different to the, to the ones to the clients because it's going to be more projects, but yeah, it could be a similar design. I mean, it could, it could be, yeah, it could be whatever you want it to be as long as it explains the certain projects and shows off who you are as a designer.
No, definitely. I totally agree with that. Um, for this question, it is, how do I find my clients? And what would you say is the best way of finding clients? And Does that help for the process stuff, though, is that before we move on? Is that, is that, you got any more questions about that, or is that all right? <laughs> uh, process? I don't have anything else. Well, if you have anything else, let me know. Like, yep. I've done the way. But, um, yeah, so how to find clients? Good question. So get on Instagram, get on the social media apps, as, as we talked about. Yeah. Make sure you're posting work. Uh, I think there's a, there's a really good, do you know Gary V? Gary Vaynerchuk? Yep. Yeah, so he talks about the $180 rule and basically commenting on other people's posts. Um, we're giving good, actual good feedback. And we'll say that Sarah, whatever her name was, Susan posts a picture of a cupcake that she's made um, on Instagram. You say, oh, that, say, oh, that looks lovely. That looks really nice, it's really tasty. Um, and just start, start that interaction with her, but make it genuine. Yeah. Uh, rather, than, rather than saying, oh, good picture. Um, don't be spammy. Uh, actual, actual good like, engagement with these people. Um, mm -hmm. And hopefully in your local area, because that's where everyone starts, I think. Everyone starts in the local area. Yeah. And it's a good way, good way to get known in your local area. And, and then the word sort of spreads from there. And then you can move on to wider territory. But so, yeah, get on social media, basically, and contact as many people as you can and start, start relationships. Even even if it's somewhere you go, maybe you go to a cake shop regularly or a local football team or just find out who their designer is or, or maybe you just put yourself forward for it. Maybe you say, oh, I'd love to design you a new flyer or a new logo. Please can I have a go? And then mm -hmm. someone else will come along and say, oh, who did that? And then it'll be you. And then they'll find you. And then it just starts. It just starts yeah. from there in the local area. Then you find the confidence once you've done a few projects to um, to reach out to companies that aren't in your local area. Just get yourself out there and, and get as much work online as possible. And, mm -hmm. and keep contact with people because they don't always come to you, especially at the start. Yeah. You've got to go to them. Um, and keeping on the topic of clients, um, one thing I was thinking about was, do I really embrace that I am younger or do I kind of not hide it, but, you know, like not put it out there as much? Yeah, yeah that's a good topic. Um, so I've had problems with this in the past. I'm not sure what, what I needed to do. But I think now, looking back at it, I think staying true to your younger self, it's going to be hard. And I know a lot of designers that I, speaking to, I spoke to and similar to me and other, other people younger, like your age, they, they find it hard at the start being themselves and being, being younger, um, getting yeah. confidence of the clients. But I think it's important to put yourself forward as, as you rather than mm -hmm. this big company that, is is more than so don't, yeah don't don't say you're more than one person don't don't say that that's my advice at the moment anyway don't say say that you're a big company um yeah put yourself forward as yourself and just say look i am young i'm really keen i'm really i'm really honest and um yeah. i'd love to start my start my um design career with you also like your work if your work's good enough then they'll trust you yeah that's yeah the, the work that you're putting out there should should be enough to make them feel confident yeah, for building my portfolio, as we were talking about this earlier as well, but should I be um, making free work for clients? I know that this sounds scary, a bit scary, <laughs> but free work for clients um, so I can get to know the companies and stuff like that, or keep making fake situations and making logos or branding projects for fake situations. I'd go with charities to start with some charities rather than um, companies because right. they companies can pay you. Um, so go mm -hmm. go and do some charity work. Um, and get that's how I started that way as well. Find a charity that needs someone else to do their graphics. Um, yeah. It might be a small charity, but at least you, you, it's one. It's a good portfolio builder. You should get a lot of creative freedom, and then three, it'll 
you're not getting done by this big company that can afford to pay you as a charity. Yeah. You feel good about yourself. Um, no, definitely. I didn't think about that. So definitely get on with a charity if you're doing free work. All right. Uh, what else? Um, so I'm constantly working really hard on my portfolio. But what else should I be doing that would benefit my design skills in a different way than just working on my portfolio? Yeah, uh, but doing what you're doing, reaching out to people like me and other people that are a couple of years ahead, not comparing yourself to other people on social media, not worrying about likes and and, and followers. Um, yep. I really want Instagram to take likes and followers away, like just not have a number next year. Uh, yeah. I think it would just be a platform, but I also think uh, it'd be so good for us designers, not compare well, everyone, not comparing themselves to other people. Because a good analogy that, that I use now is, people are on different ladders so you're you're on a ladder you're at the bottom of your ladder and then someone mm-hmm. else is on their ladder it's not even the same ladder it's someone else on their ladder but they're way up here and you're looking at their ladder saying oh why am i not up there yeah you've got to yeah it's just it's hard at the start but it's one of the biggest things is, is the mental side of design not worrying about what other people do and comment on your stuff or or not worrying about yeah other people's work um, it's great to take inspiration and learn how people do things Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe you could look at someone's work you admire and, and take it into Illustrator and deconstruct it and find out how it's done, find out how it's made, get your Illustrator design skills up to good scratch and learn tutorials and just just using the software as much as possible will really help yeah. learning design. But obviously don't, if you're, if you're recreating someone else's work, don't post it online. Um, yeah. Just use it as a practice to see how things were made, build up your own yeah. skills. So yeah, just just practicing a lot, uh, and it's going to take time, unfortunately. Yeah. What else? What else? Networking, getting getting to design conferences, and getting to the local things that are happening in your area. Is there anything in your local area that's helping, like designers? Um, yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Um, because there are a few events here and there. There's also some back in Manchester where um, that Logo Geek uh, recommended for me, but um, yeah. um. Like, even at this age, I'm still not sure if I want to go to events and really put myself out there because it's a bit weird hanging out. Well, not hanging out, but working together and collaborating with people that have so much more experience that are, like, top-of-the-line designers. And then there's me, who doesn't even have a portfolio or a website, but doesn't, isn't even confident enough to post on social media. It's like... I, I get it. The thing is, we're all there at the start. Everyone, every, every good sign that you see, we're all, we're all at the start, like, where you are thinking... All these people, these are all really cool people. Uh, why, yeah. why, 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 I'm never going to be as good as that, but you will be one day. You just gotta, if you keep yeah. going, like, keep messaging people, keep interacting with people, um, mm-hmm. you need to go to events because, like, I know it's a lot of money, but things like Creative South, like going to America, has helped me so much. Or like things like in your local area, things in London or Manchester, like you say, just like there must be stuff in in uh, Belgium that's that really that really will help you. Like other designers message them and maybe even sit in a portfolio uh, sort of sit in an agency for a couple of days um one week and just just see how their agencies run that'd be useful and just talk to them about design and, and just yeah. surrounding yourself i think that's what that's what's helped me the most surrounding yourself with other designers that are ahead of you getting like like this logo this logo group the logo geek group seeing what other people have posted and just being around other people it's contagious it's great so yeah, networking, networking, and getting around other people, other designers, and it'll rub off on you. So if you are in, are you planning on going to a, going into a studio, or or you just want to work for yourself? Maybe start off in agencies and then go freelance. But I want to go freelance directly, of course. But I'm not yeah. sure how achievable that is. No, it's cool. I mean, I've I've tried as well. Um, maybe it's 
it might be, it is worth going into a studio and seeing just even for a couple of weeks or a couple of days just seeing how they do it and just being yeah. around the other people that can teach you because they're, they're willing to have an extra hand um in the office and they'll be willing to teach you as well um so if there's a local studio that you like message them and say like i'm really keen um to come and learn and to come and build up a portfolio please please please, well, well, please can i sit in there for a couple of days but yeah just surround yourself with cool people <laughs> yeah all right um do i have any last questions nope that's it for me those other stuff that you you know feel free to message me when, when you're not on the call or because there's loads of other stuff like payments and, and i don't know like boring stuff like build up the business side of it uh, oh yeah definitely can, uh, yeah. Um, or, or even yeah even if you're working on design and you need some help with it or you need some advice or you want to get some feedback always wanting to help um, so just send it over um, but yeah I mean it's, good. it's exciting it's exciting seeing you reach out and when you when you did I had a little smile because it was almost like my younger self reaching out to me it was also yeah. I really really appreciate that sorry I don't mean to be patronizing but like no, 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 totally. It's really cool to see that, and I really appreciate you. The message is really kind as well. So, yeah. Well, Thank I you. never expected to to be calling Blue Deer Design creative <laughs> waffle. I never expected that. Nah, yeah. the, the whole industry is really, really nice, and um, you'll learn who the bad people are. But there's not many of them, so it's yeah. it's really, really cool. Just keep keep messaging people and keep getting out there. <laughs> All right, sounds good. So what are you going to do then? What's what's the plan next week? Um, today, this yeah. week actually, it's already Monday. What's the plan? Um, what's the plan? Yeah, do some more designing, work on my portfolio, and maybe even post something at the end of the week. That's my goal. That's my goal to post something by the end of the week. Nice, awesome. I like that. Does that idea. sound like a good plan? Yeah. Good. I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna send it to you first, and, and you tell me what's post word <laughs> it will be it will be that's good it's good i'm looking forward to it all right sounds good okay that was it for me um need to go eat because it's an hour earlier here uh later later yeah. later yes yeah, six o'clock um where where can people find your your on social media and say hello to you um fred brown designs on instagram and just fred brown design on twitter that's what i use fred brown designs nice Awesome. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I hope that helped and maybe we'll do another one. Yep. Sounds good.